0: i am out here for you you don't know what it's like to be me out here for you it is an up at dawn, pride swallowing siege that i will never fully tell you about okay welcome to black irish podcast <laughs> Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Mike, don't ride those trikes, Crawford. What's up, buddy?
1: <laughs> What's up, Brendan? How you doing this week, man? I'm good, how man. I'm how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm chilling, bro. Another week of life, man. Another
0: week of What's life is say? good. I had a bit of an emergency this morning, but it was okay. It was only a flip-flop oh, emergency.
1: Oh, flip-flop emergency could be a serious emergency, depending on where you're at flip-flopping.
0: No, not really. Actually, what happened was I was, like, kind of... We were running late to get the boys to school this morning just because, like, I don't know what happened. Somehow my three-year-old got on the same shit cycle as me, so it's like we both need to go to the (laughs) number two at the same time. (laughs) And it's like... So it's like I had to go real quick, and it's like, okay, we got 15 minutes to walk across the street to school. And then it was like... I don't know. Like, right as I was done, he's running into the bathroom, and he's like daddy I gotta go and I was like oh do you have an accident he's like I don't know and I'm like oh man what a little creeper but he was all good but then it takes him a little while and then we gotta clean him up and do the whole thing and so I was like (laughs) like, I think that's what the only like unless you're on vacation where flip flops are appropriate I kind of think flip flops should be reserved for like emergencies like oh I don't have time to put on my socks and shoes throw on the flip flops get the kids to school you know what I mean
1: yeah, man, <laughs> you gotta make it quick. Only quick, only quick situation. You can't wear flip flops anywhere, though,
0: man. Yeah, that's gross, bro. It's gross.
1: <laughs> Even though I do,
0: <laughs> I do too. And by the way, my flip flops are like I don't know. I have two pairs. One's like a decade old. The other are like three years old. They're like twenty dollars. I don't know why I can't just buy new flip flops. I don't know. Yeah, it's you gross. can, man. But I
1: don't I'm know. gross. Watch it, I don't know. Whatever. Flip flops are a little heavy, but. I so
0: then I'm like dropping the kid my 8-year-old off across the street and I swear that parents at drop off make the worst driving decisions ever. Like they do not care. It's like 3-point turn in the middle of the road because they want to get one spot so their kid's not 30 seconds later. It's like had anybody done that in front of you with your kids in the car? You'd have lost your shit. <laughs> but it happens every single day. 50 feet away from my front door and it's like I don't understand how there's not more fender benders and kids with like limps going into school around here
1: because it's just people like you who understand that people are going to do real dumb shit so they just pay attention to it all because people do dumb shit in the morning. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Speaking> like work, <laughs> people be doing dumb shit at the drive-through in the morning, trying to get to work. Like right? it's oh, which it's for, for the record, shit. let
0: me just say, if you're <laughs> running late for work, you are not allowed to go to the drive-through or get your coffee or be mad at the barista. It's your fault for not waking up. <laughs> Okay.
1: Can you say that shit louder for the people in the back Oh my gosh, you deserve to get your cap ripped back. I am people who stops and get food and shit and be late to work. <laughs> yeah,
0: so you could be like 2 minutes late to work anyway, but at least you're close enough to where hopefully nobody says anything. Like get to work 10 minutes early, be settled, be ready to work when the time starts. That was always a rule in construction. Keep it was
1: crazy, like Keep
0: It was like if if the job started at 4, Your ass was ready, on the ground, tools, you know, your bags were on your belt, ready to go at 3.55, talking about the plan. How are we going to execute in five minutes? Let's go. Because you're on time constraints with that stuff. It's like you're only allowed to do loud work before 7 or 8 a.m., and then it's like you have to shut everything down, so you had to be, like, ready to go. I didn't understand why anybody wasn't like that. Like, people arrive to work at their 9 to 5s, and they're like... Okay, I'll get there at nine to nine fifteen. I'll ease in, I'll chat with everybody, get the temperature of the room. You know, like you listen. you don't do shit until ten o'clock and then you're like, ooh, it's it's time for a break in forty-five minutes. Like, come on, bro, get some shit done. You wonder why you're not getting promoted. You don't do shit. <laughs>
1: Except for I always got promoted, which is the weird fucking yeah. thing. Oh, let's see what let's see what happens
0: if they turn off the Wi-Fi, so you can't you know be on your phone all day. Oh my gosh, you would have a fit if you actually had to work at work.
1: Oh, hallelujah! Lord have mercy. People will have a fit because at my job at what boy you did you couldn't have you couldn't get on the Wi-Fi like you needed. I was the manager, so people knew I had the password. Yeah. <laughs> so always try to ask me for the password, because we were job like, I, I had a couple people that we were cool with. I'm not going to call them friends. But y'all know damn well I can't give y'all this password. They can see everybody on this Wi-Fi. Yeah, they the can the see who logs in. come and ask you, why are you on the Wi-Fi? All you're going to say is, Mike gave me the password. Y'all think I'm that stupid?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I will say, like, with the, a lot of stuff is my fault, though, like, my three-year-old started saying damn it and damn <laughs> but it, it was an evolution listen it was an evolution though but i realized this morning in the car because i was like i did <sighs> like people doing all their crazy stuff around the street around the corner of school and he's like he started to say darn it and i was like dude don't say darn it and he's like darn it makes me happy and i was like Ugh, okay i'm not gonna argue with that because it could be worse and then the next day he's like hey daddy don't say damn. Don't say damn it. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, don't say damn it. And I'm like, okay. And he's just like badgering me for a week straight like, hey, damn it is a potty word. Don't say damn. And I'm like, okay, Connor, you don't either. I understand what we're doing here. I know what the bad <laughs> word is. I'll try not to say it. You don't need to give me examples anymore, buddy. Come on.
1: <laughs> How smart is he, man? Oh, gosh, he knows a what to do. So. little manipulative little
0: shit that's okay i love i taught him so i can't be that man you know there what you i know. mean but i didn't like know. i tried you know i'm pretty good about that stuff like i've been saying oh my lanta and like cheese and crackers for years <laughs> you know there
1: you go.
0: it was like first it was you know the You're jc horrible, and then it was cheese and rice and then it was cheese and crackers there's just evolutions of ways to say shit i don't know Oh, I also <laughs> I also taught him his favorite thing because I was patching holes in the bathroom. Finally, the verminator gave up, and
1: uh, Did so, you never, but you never caught the vermin. No,
0: I never found out what it is. I even opened up extra drywall like in the attic to get my lanky ass through there, and I couldn't. Like we had just got insulation done within the past year and a half, so we have like fresh six inch insulation. I think the thing just decomposed because it was you know got a hold of some poison obviously so maybe just decompose and i'm like well i can't smell it through a little bug bomb like smelly thing up there it's like all right let's close this thing up so anyway in the interim i'm like i don't want it like i started the first day by you know doing the drywall mudding and like cleaning it all up like i would do like back in the day at work on a construction site so that it was an <laughs> occupied space and i was like you know what you guys can brush your teeth in my bathroom, shower in my bathroom, it's not a big deal, whatever. So, it, with that being said, we have only a stand-up shower in there. I taught my three-year-old to pee in the shower, and he thinks it's the coolest thing in the entire world. Because <laughs> he hates showers. Hates them. Always wants a bath. But I was like, hey, you want to go take a fun shower? And he's like, "Yep." Yeah. Like, I'll race you. Like, he just can't wait to pee down the drain. This is his favorite thing.
1: <laughs> hey, yo, no, I understand it is you one know, of the best. You're unnatural.
0: Yeah. And by the way, if you ever have athlete's foot, I know this from experience, unfortunately, you can pee on your feet and it helps kill the bacteria. Sorry, it works. I so does too. Boom! Tough act ten acting. Damn, you had a lot of fucking <laughs> itchy feet time in
1: your life. Well, dude, I it was hard
0: to afford new shoes and back in the day and I also played sports, so I would have one pair of shoes for the whole school year that we would get from layaway at the very, you know, over summer we picked them up with some school clothes at the very beginning of the year. And then it was like we got three outfits and one pair of shoes and hand-me-downs. And then I would play baseball, so I got one pair of cleats. And it was like if they got wet or, you know, whatever, it was like, fucking dry him out, kid. I don't know. Set him outside. Good luck. So, you know, it was just having that for a couple of years straight, it was just kind of like that. And I was a, a the oldest boy in my family. I had two older sisters, but the oldest boy. So I was out, like, just being dirty all the time. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's not exactly conducive to good hygiene when you're just like a 11 yep. year old kid running around in the mud all day. I don't know. Well, so, Whatever but speaking of nothing i wanted to ask you do you think the 90s are the best decade and i know that we're probably going to have a little bit of bias because that's kind of when we were in our like teen ish early teens but that's also kind of probably when it was a little bit harsh you know for us but i just mean like as no, far as
1: the 90s is a good decade but i'm a 2000s guy yeah 16 in 2000 so 16 to 26 those are some good
0: years we're not at 26 yet (laughs) i mean i agree with you i think the next four are gonna
1: be who's not at 26 i'm doing my age 16 to 26 26.
0: i was like oh geez he's talking about (laughs) in the future and shit no,
1: no, Mike. Well,
0: like, Mike's on some next level. <laughs> He's playing 4D chess. No, no,
1: no, 16 to 26. 16 to 26.
0: Eight. Oh, 16 to 26 was awful for me. <laughs> that was when I'd gotten to the most shit in my entire life.
1: Yo, that was the greatest. Those were probably the greatest years. No real worries. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I will say I, I mean, didn't have a uh, treat hands fist. treat my
0: responsibilities <laughs> was, with. Uh, life was good, man. Very cavalier attitude at that point.
1: It probably wasn't that good, but <laughs> yeah, it was good and I, I lived it I lived it up, man. Those were some years I lived it up and then I really I, You know I what? Going to have to change.
0: A lot of people go <laughs> like 18 or, or even 20 or 21, they're like, "Okay, the next decade, that's when it's off." But I think you're right. I think you nailed it. I think 16 like that's when you officially decide that you're almost an adult i'm gonna start making my own decisions you start fighting the power a little bit and then you evolve a little bit into like a pre-adult when you're 18 it's like you can start you know you're old enough to do some shit that you weren't allowed to do before you know for like my bro my littlest brother's 18th birthday my wife and I, i i think we're were we married at the time i don't know it was a while ago yeah, we were married. Um, we gave him. Knew you could do the math. Like a, I mean. know. I was trying to, but I couldn't do it on the fly. All right, ninety-six plus eighteen. So ninety-six. Yeah, two thousand fourteen. So no, fourteen. Yeah. Whatever. I don't fucking know yes, anything. That's what yeah, two thousand fourteen. <laughs> no. Still, my brain is broke. Yeah. So we were together. We were married. Yes. So, anyway, <laughs>
1: oh, I'm say, that was a whole lot about nothing. Anyway, anyway, we
0: gave him, for his 18th birthday, like, we bought him a, a cigar, we bought him some lotto scratchers, and we bought him, like, a Porto magazine. You know, like, all the stuff you're supposed to get on your 18th birthday, because on your 21st, you're going to go get wasted. So you do all the stuff you can get for your 18. We just gave it to him. I wish
1: somebody would have gave me that shit on my 18th birthday. Too bad I had it on my 15th birthday. No, I know. Yeah,
0: that was like, that was 18th birthday. I'm like, "Mm, we already been having that. You got a coupon for this shit? You going to buy me a carton so I can save some money? Like, what's going on here? (laughs) One cigar, that's all you're going to give me? Oh, shit. So uh, but I, I do think like 16 to 26 cuz then you also you have your transition into that pre-adult 18 then you have like the official you're 21 you could do everything except rent a car now and I remember like the 25 that was a big deal to rent a car some people did that yes. I'm like okay
1: it's so much cheaper when you're 25. Just for those who don't rent cars or haven't or will need to one day. If you ain't 25, please don't go in there without someone who's 25. Cause the you're gonna pay of five times. You
0: know, <laughs> they don't yeah, trust they don't your dumbass. <laughs> and always
1: <laughs> okay. get the insurance. Just 25, you Friday got the day. option to get the insurance. Yeah. Under 25, you don't got the option. They like charge you like real insurance. <laughs> they do the real
0: diagnosis check. You're like, I've never seen anybody pop the hood at Enterprise before. <laughs> They're gonna get you for anything.
1: <laughs> they go around the car for real when you're under 25. Oh, Any nicks and scratch, they walking off. Oh, just two inches. Yeah, got that one.
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> He's like, bro.
0: They specifically <laughs> don't write shit on the the accident mm-hmm. report in the beginning. They just note it all when you get back there you go They're sheisty bro that's how you and move know, up
1: you don't know no better
0: oh all right well speaking of the 2000s that's when i graduated high school 2002
1: 2002
0: oh, i'm 03. 03. and you keep talking like you're i mean you are a little older than me but not by much but yeah anyway so we have our 20-year high school reunion coming up <laughs> i like that you laugh at it because how stupid is
1: that Oh, no, I have friends who, you know, because that was supposed to be my class. I was held back one year. So I have friends that have been talking about this. That's why I'm laughing. You know what's
0: like. so funny is one of my best friends from from childhood, like the, the dude that I've been closest with the longest in my life, he was also held back. But his was, his was from surgery. He got one of his lungs taken out when he was in second grade. And he's like, S- second grade. I could skip half a second grade because he wasn't there for three <laughs> quarters of the year. And they're like, Mom his, was in seventh grade, bro." My poor dude's mom and was I got like, sick too. "No, you need to, you need to do it over." And it was like, second mm-hmm. grade. You don't need. You don't even need seventh grade. You barely need tenth through eleventh.
1: I ain't need seventh grade, bro. But they held me back because I got the. You know what I'm saying like I had missed. Almost more, too many days to go to summer school. But they let me go to summer school. And like the third day of summer school, I got in a fight. <laughs> like, Kick me out of that shit. Like, yeah, that ain't going to work, buddy. But then the next year, they didn't help me back in any class. Like, it was the wildest shit ever. So they held me back grade-wise. But I went to the next math. I went to the next science. I went to the next English because I was an honor student. Yeah, and I didn't technically. Like, so it was just like held back in number only i'm like okay it's like fuck. i'm just with a new group of people just yeah you girls. still have
0: the advanced curriculum hey. you just have to yeah
1: no, <laughs>
0: you're matthew mcconaughey in middle school you keep getting older they stay the same age
1: wild, but, i yeah. will
0: have to say um, like our our 20-year reunion so somebody thank the person sure that it, like, it started coordinating this thing, like, last year or whatever. But I will say, there was an argument at the school that it was pretty much known that the O1 class and the O2 class, like, kind of figured out. Like, we were, you know, had the best parties, figured out good system. But O1 always tried to, like, the class before us, because they were seniors, thought that, like, when we were juniors, thought that they were hot shit. Guess who wants to come to our 20-year reunion? All those lame motherfuckers that are like, can we please come to yours? Like, mm, I don't know, bro. Like, only if you wear, like, T-shirts that say O2 is the best or something like that. Like, you have to... You have to own up to the fact that you want to be with us more than we want to be with you. And it's always been that oh, way. i got a couple way.
1: homeboys because I was just supposed to be like in D.C. right off the water. i got a couple homeboys thinking about pulling up like on a boat. <laughs> that would be hilarious. See, that's my style.
0: That is my style. You know what I said? You know what I said yeah. to Dallas? Because we're saying graduating class. We have some friends that want to go. I don't want to go. They had, like, I just don't want to go. They had a vote on Facebook or something. It was like, I want I'm definitely going I'm going to try to make it or definitely can't go and I was like create your own answer I have to go and don't want to one vote for me (laughs) like and I don't care who sees it everybody can know as soon as I see him there I don't want to see you what are we going to talk about it's just a big dick measuring contest. That's all it is.
1: Oh, you and Dallas made it, y'all. Y'all made it out, y'all together. Woohoo! People are gonna be like, big up in you, bro. Yeah, Let's who cares? Like, school, I bro. don't need
0: that shit. <laughs> I live with the. I live every day with what I've got. You know what I mean? Like, I need to fucking show people. It's gonna be so fun for you, buddy. Oh, but I did tell Dallas. I was like. I was like, can we fucking rent a helicopter and come in Romeo and Michelle High School reunion style? Just the biggest fucking dick move ever. She says no. I've still got until July to convince her otherwise. Like, fuck these people. Like, they're.
1: Listen, listen.
0: There are some people that.
1: (laughs) I might might do that. I might rent a helicopter. See?
0: (laughs) See? It's a great move. It's a great move, and it's gonna be you know, like going ten minutes away from it's ten minutes away from LAX, dude. That's maybe like a fifteen hundred dollar drop. Like that's a big drop, but that is the most shitbag epic entrance of all time. Drop in your high school reunion on a helicopter. Come on, put dude.
1: like twenty minutes before the joint's over, in like a Maybach with the drop done. <laughs> And just be like, oh, I didn't realize there. Oh, that would even be better. I've lived in this city my entire life. Like, why would I go to the reunion? If you live here, then you've probably seen me and I've probably seen you. And if you don't live here, are you really coming all the way here?
0: That's what I'm uh... saying.
1: Oh, dude, you just. Oh, if you pulled up in like a Maybach or
0: something like that, like 20 minutes before it was over, but just was like. Oh, you guys are all here? I was just co- going to the hotel bar. I didn't realize there was a thing. <laughs> hey, good to see you guys. like the ultimate fucking don't care about
1: you guys. <laughs> yeah. Only reason I consider going to the 10 years, because the person who did it, our class president, is actually a friend. Like, she's a friend. Yeah. Our class president was, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have we a
0: like, tenure because our class was so debaucherous. We didn't have a grad night. We didn't have a tenure. year. It was just like, so people are like, 20, like, we're never going to do it again. Are we going to try for this 20-year thing? So I guess they're trying to, and listen, there are some people, a handful of people that I haven't seen that I'll probably run into and be like, oh, it's so good to see you. You know, like, I didn't forget about you, but, you know, we did just didn't run in the same circles. Like, it was a classmate that I, like, got along with in whatever classes we had, but we didn't hang out. Like, sure. Like, I, I can't wait to see you. That's about it. I talk to everybody else that I want to talk to. I don't give a <laughs> Dude, shit. I, mean, I
1: barely. I don't have one of those. Like, we only got
0: social friends. media so that we could promote this thing. Not to talk <laughs> to all those people, reconnect.
1: I mean, I've had social media for a while, but all my friends are my friends. Like, my friends have been my friends for 20, 30 years. Like, you I'm not saying. part of them. Listen. Then that's why we don't talk to each other. That's about it. Like... People. Uh,
0: and people are going to go back in this archive after. They're going to see episode 61 after you know, we go through this high school reunion thing in, you know, three or four months or whatever, and (laughs) just know, just know, that if we talk and it's like, we try and exchange some information, just know that I really hope you never follow up, because I'm not going to. (laughs) 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 I'm a nice guy, so to your face I'll pretend like I care, but I hope we don't necessarily. Well, I'm a
1: whole year off because I'm actually 0-3 now instead of two, So <laughs> do you realize how
0: many people are gonna
1: hate me when they see this? <laughs> yeah, if, we're at, if I happen to pull up at the class reunion, just, just act like I didn't.
0: Oh, like, I what if know. you came with, dude? Oh, by the way, the other thing that I told Dallas was, I was like, I wish I could get Mike to come with us. Because it's, it's a Pondville High reunion twenty years ago, everybody'd just be like, "Oh, what's up, Mike?" Like you just wear a name tag. Everybody'd think they know you, or just assume because you just blend
1: in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would do that too. Bro. I would do that. Too, I am
0: a story. trust this me. Year, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, you remember that?" Uh, yeah, bro. I have, I have not put it outside since Dallas and I both are class of 02, I have not put it outside as a chance that you might be able to be my guest. <laughs> so we'll leave that open for summer uh and we'll pull up in whatever dumb and dumber suits we want fuck those people not really not fuck those people i can't wait to hang out with all of you i love you
1: (laughs) he's fucking lying
0: (laughs) i can't wait to possibly not be an asshole by then we'll see what happens though i can't promise anything i've been this way for my whole life
1: The, entire, um, the entirety of it uh, The entirety of your whole life You've been an asshole Brandon. Yeah, That's my so mom seems to think that
0: All men fall into three categories Dicks, pricks, and assholes And I think I'm one of the lucky few That fall into all three categories Simultaneously at any point in time So <laughs> Way to go <laughs> hey. Oh man Speaking of dicks I don't want to necessarily get into this awful Russian Ukraine war situation, but I will say, while I was watching it, like, I do have to say that there are certain anchors I appreciate what they do because I want, like, I want my news anchor to be just nervous enough about how serious the situation is to not want to mess up the teleprompter. So that that way they, they don't have any room to put their flair or opinion or anything like that on it. It's like they just read the news because if they miss one word, it's going to very much change the narrative. So they're just like zoned in. That's how I want. Or Borat. Or just have somebody be like,
1: oh, well, this Borat. is
0: awful. Oh, no.
1: Something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have different opinions on it. so I don't know, man. It's just a weird situation to me. It's, it's a very wild situation to me the whole war situation the whole everything that's going on and it's so wild to me just for the simple fact everybody got like Everybody's standing on something like they have their pants and they fighting for that. Like Ukraine's fighting because they say they're protecting this, and Russia's saying, oh, well, that's usually that was ours. So we're coming back to get something that was ours on their OJ shit. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. People about to die for no damn reason, though. That's what I do know.
0: Yeah, lots of people are dying for no reason. At least, uh, you know, Putin's a patriot because he waited until the Olympics were over so he could get his fucking medals, that piece of shit. Like, wow, man, he is just like the ultimate maniacal dick.
1: Good for you, buddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Putin said he's he got the nukes, so you don't give a shit. Oh. Fuck with him, he's going to nuke your shit. So I don't understand why he can't
0: go through a murder process like I do. Like, here, uh, I scared my wife. Let me just caveat <laughs> by saying I think I freaked her out a little bit. We went on a, a trip. And the kids were in the back with their headphones or whatever, and, and we were driving home after a nice weekend with the family, and it was like, I, had, something came up about like me getting frustrated with people, but not like letting them know how frustrated I am. And I just told her, I was like, ah, it's kind of easy, I figured out a trick a long time ago. I just go through the entire process in my head of murdering the person, including <laughs> the alibi, who I would call for counsel if I needed it, what I would, how I would get rid of the body. Like I go through the entire Dexter process in my head, and then I just, ah, oh, I feel better yeah, because yeah, I know if I, I ever had to, I could follow through with that, even though I never would.
1: So yeah, you got to stop watching that shit, then, bro. <laughs> I don't like Dexter. I don't
0: watch it, but I'm just saying, like, I go through the entire process in my head, and then I'm like. Okay, I feel better. Because that person has no idea what could be coming to them. So it's better off that they don't know. They're just oblivious to the world. Let them be that way. But she kind of was like in the car, show. in the passenger seat, like... Eh. <laughs> it's like, mm, maybe I should have kept that one to myself. I don't know.
1: You've never seen Dexter? You don't watch Dexter? Dexter, a pretty good show,
0: man. I did watch Dexter. I watched it begrudgingly. The first two seasons... It's like anything, first two seasons were okay, and then... The good cop, the hilarious cop got killed, and then they did some weird incestual thing for too long, and then John Lithgow was cool, and then it went back to being lame again. It was too much and stupid. I don't know.
1: Have you ever watched Californication?
0: No, I think I tried to. That's the one with X-Files, David Duchovny, right? Yes. Yeah. And he's just like does something with he's like a weed gigolo type man or something.
1: He's just basically like a writer, but he's like a jigolo. like he gets a lot of ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a whole lot of ass from being a writer, which I don't know, I guess. Gotta be clever, That's bro. So but it's 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 hilarious.
0: Stimulate the intellectual clip, Mike.
1: Works every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except for when you get caught fucking a 15 year old and you like, Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. Who's, who's being a choma over here? He didn't know he was being a choma, but he was a choma. So <laughs> Who is that? Because you're never going to watch it. Is it, see, David Ducailli? Whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, in the show or in real life? Yeah. Okay. In the show, dude. Not in uh, real life. I would never put that on a guy in real life. <laughs> well, what if he really did it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, she was an actor. I hope she wasn't really. No, annoyed. I'm
0: saying, I'm saying, if somebody in real life did it, why would you not put that on them? You would hold them to task. Oh, they did in real life. Yeah, yeah you yeah, always yeah. do. It's
1: like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell no. Yeah, you shouldn't be fucking kidding. No, no, no. If you turn I'm away R. Kelly, playing.
0: you fucking damn sure turn away David Duchovny.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, well, not R. Kelly no more. Like, I know. I don't play that. Oh. oh but, no, but this is on the show. And so, like, him and his wife was going through it. His wife ended up, Start fucking with another, messing with another guy, ended up about to get remarried. Dating whatever he gets on her. So you know he's like a book writer. So he like dropped a book and went to the bookstore, and was like looking at his own book. And so this girl hits on him. She looks at me of the part she did the bookstore. He hits on her back, ended up hitting her like hitting it. Next thing you know, he goes to see his his fucking child, who's with his wife. Pull up at her and her boyfriend's house. The girl that he, <laughs> the girl that he this hit, is 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 her, is, her, uh, is his baby mom's new boyfriend's dog. Oh,
0: I bet that felt a little good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, silver linings. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. That shouldn't have felt good at all. He should be devastated like he was when he found out how old she was. He should have been devastated. Yeah, Remember but if you he didn't said, know. I guess, I guess you should have a little good about it. Like, hey, you fucking my wife, and fucking your daughter. Oh, that's, that's the old, that's by the
0: way, that's the only one upper unless you go grandma. Like, grandma's the old,
1: grandma's like, bro, <laughs> no. you just
0: napalm
1: <laughs> this. If you may palm somebody's ground <laughs> especially in your 30s, because she's got to be at least 60s. That is maybe? savage
0: bro the, lo- the, <laughs> the biggest age gap I ever had was uh, 22 years. When I was 22 I hooked up with a 44 year old. That was the biggest gap I ever had.
1: What well, is the biggest gap? I might have had about a, I might have had about a 12 year gap before. I might have been like twelve years. Yeah, that was dating. Like thirty-four. Yeah, she might have been like thirty-four, thirty-five. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, like, your early twenties well, is when you do yeah, that reach move. Just, yeah, she
1: to no. It was her, man. She like actually No, I, I know. She do some shit to me. But that's <laughs> listen. I, a I wild kid, man. I had I had I a told sh- you sixteen to twenty-six. It was that I know. Nothing.
0: There was a chick that like I was back and forth with for a long time, and it was like from when I was like, I don't know. Like 20 or 21, and she was like five, six years older than me, something like that. And that, you know, so it was just like, I don't know. But the weird thing is with girls, I always remember middle school girls bragging about dating high school boys, and I'm like, those dudes are the grossest motherfuckers <laughs> <Buckers>. ever. <laughs> like, middle, like, they were just like dressing up in opposite day. And now you're going to try and finger bang them? Ew! Don't do that.
1: Oh, yeah. No, bro, that's wild, but it happened all the time. But once you're grown, it's not the same when you're grown. It's not the same. Everybody's grown. Yeah. Yeah, man, but.
0: I'd say after you're, like, 33, the age gap shouldn't matter.
1: I mean, I'm still, at, at, now that I'm a grown-up, I ain't doing nothing 10 no, years no. younger than me, like, because I'm a man. Yeah. I don't know. Men just have to have a better restriction with that. A hundred percent. that have kids and female daughters and all that shit in your life, like, you see things differently. So,
0: Well, here's the other thing, is, like, uh, unfortunately, yeah, it's analysis, it's, the, it? it's the way that society has set itself up is to where men are always chasing women. So if you're... And women are always the ones that are like deflecting for the most part. Granted, sometimes the the you know female is the pursuer, but for the most part, they're the ones that are like, you gotta come earn me. And the guys are like, Okay, that's what I do. I build stuff, I earn stuff, it's in our DNA. The problem is, when you as you get older and as you get experience with flirting and dating and having sex and all that kind of stuff is now you have different moves and angles and you've seen different ways to play stuff. So if you as a man, the pursuer, the predator, if you want to call it that, on a gross level but on a natural level, more more so to speak, is you have all these extra moves and, you know, upgrades to your little super fighter video game person that this other woman the pursuee doesn't have yet. They don't they haven't seen this stuff before, so it seems like you're tricking them, even though you're just using skills that you've acquired from the opposite sex and reactions and stuff along the way. So it feels and looks like it's apparently gross and grooming and all this stuff. When in all actuality it's just like when the age gap is different that way, it's you know it's looked at as gross, but it's really just the guy trying to do his best to per, you know win the pursuit.
1: And shout out to all those male kids that are telling on their teachers, but I wish they were my teachers at my school. Right, dude? My mama would have never known. Dude. And I know that sounds wild, but oh well, I'm being honest. No.
0: You need those experiences. <laughs> Maybe not from somebody who's the direct superior. I don't think that's good in a workplace. I don't think that's good in school. I don't think that's good anywhere if there's a difference oh, in no, levels
1: if I, if I started hitting my teacher i would definitely drop her class but fuck yeah. that i'd be like a plus
0: for everything right <laughs> <laughs> like i officially do the least and get the best right that's how it works,
1: <laughs> oh, oh, works and i'm doing the most in other places
0: all right baby so uh, speaking of other places we got uh, NBA going on. It's it's picking back up after All Star break is usually when it starts to matter. So we've got my my pick in the beginning of the year. I had two picks. One was Golden State, you know, because they didn't have Clay. And I'm like, man, if they're within the first couple weeks of the season, I'm like, all right. As soon as Clay comes back, they're going to be whatever. So they're they're second favorite to the Suns. They're at four and a half to one to win the whole thing. Isn't great odds, but. My other pick at the beginning of the year, which you kind of scoffed at and laughed at, was the Grizzlies. Now they're still 25 to 1, which is great odds. I'll take that. That's good money. That is great money. And Ja is, Ja Morant's at like 9 to 1 to win the MVP right now, which again, that's just, fantastic should, money for him.
1: You could have got a lot better money, but yeah. That's, that's as good as you're going to get
0: for the rest of the season. Yeah, so if you're going to bet it, you better do it now. I'll jump on it now. But I all right. So that being said, who do you think looks good kind of at the post midseason mark?
1: I like I like you. I mean, I like uh I like Memphis, but I don't think they're gonna beat go I don't think I think Golden State's coming out the West. That's my opinion. Yeah. If they get Wiseman back and Draymond, it's gonna be hard go to beat Golden State. But I also know Steph in the playoffs is mm, but they have a lot of options, so it's gonna be hard. It's not just a Steph thing. They need Steph but, yeah. and
0: Clay to both be off on the same night to have a yeah, chance to beat them.
1: I tell you this in the East, I really like Brooklyn if, if Ben Simmons comes to play. I, okay, but I say like I really like Brooklyn. Bro.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> were just discussing Ben Simmons. His over under three point total for the regular season is two. Um, he
1: can play all eighty two games, and you can still go under two. Yeah, he's not gonna shoot it, bro. He's just not gonna shoot threes. But like we were saying, all his
0: other stats were fairly reasonable for over unders for the regular season because number one, he only has to play a minimum of one game. So if the less games he plays, the better odds he has to, you know, have increased numbers. I think his over under points is fourteen and a half. He's got average over under rebounds is seven and a half, and over under assists is six and a half. I'm not so I'm comfortable with the room points, room. but you started to convince me
1: because we were talking about, okay, I'm you guys. not so comfortable with the uh, rebounds because he'll be playing with and- Andre Drummond. But Drummond's time is going to be limited because Ben is going to play a lot of times playing the fi- the stretch five for Brooklyn. I just see that in the future. Ben Simmons coming down as the point with Katie, Kyrie, Steph, and Joe Harris. What? What? What would you possibly do? You gotta stay spread, which means he can just take off the dribble and go dunk it. And we're not talking about like some scrub. Ben Simmons is a good. That's what he
0: does. (laughs) Is <laughs> driving lane. Yeah.
1: If you give him a lane to drive with no one standing in it, and you can't help off of any of those guys, you can't help off of Seth, you can't help off of Kyrie. you know better than leave Durant, and Joe Harris in the playoffs is stunk. So he'll probably be the one you help off of. But if he's shooting as Joe Harris, you're not helping off Joe Harris on a consistent basis. But like you got gonna- the little guy number twenty four who's pretty good in the mid range now. Um that play Brooklyn's pretty loaded, bro.
0: But like you mentioned, you know, is if you spread them out, it's either you have a big man down low, so somebody's going to be on the perimeter open, or you're going to go small to try and play defense, and Ben Simmons is just going to run over whoever's you know playing the stretch five or or a big four, like you're saying. And
1: if it's and if it's not like one of the top centers like Joel or somebody like that, they can't do it anyway. With the five, yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's nobody else. And the other
0: option. If for his, you know, assist and rebounds is, you know, if he's on the perimeter, he, as soon as he dishes the ball to somebody open, he's just <laughs> gonna crash the board. So it's assist, crash. rebound, assist, rebound, maybe even a putback for two. So two, you know,
1: there you go. If he if has his a job, is real easy offensively and defensively. We already know what he does. He's pretty much a lockdown defender, bro.
0: Yeah, like Linson a hell
1: of a pickup for a team with all those shooters, If you need him to score points, it's one thing. If you put him on a team surrounded by shooters, which is why in the offseason Golden State was such a big place for him possibly to go via trade, can you put a guy who can't shoot and surround him by shooters, let him do the things he's good at. Yep. We don't need you to shoot, buddy. That's fine. Everybody else out here with you can shoot. <laughs> so you you don't have to do that. You do what you do best and let the shooters shoot. It's a real simple concept. Who can't close that? I'll tell you who can coach it. Steven Nash can coach it up because that's what he was surrounded by. Yeah. He the that's shooter what he was, he was asked to do. Scores. Do what you, yeah. I'm going to set you up perfectly in the position that works best for you, buddy. With that You're good right there. Joe Johnson, you're not a three-point shooter. Come in a little bit. Okay, you're good right there. Here yeah.
0: you uh, Joe, a bucket. yeah, you come you know, hang out in the 14 to 17-foot range. There you go. You know? Yeah, so
1: yeah, yeah. Man, You're a 40% three-point shooter, even though it's ugly. So you get out there. Don't yeah. worry. We got you. Amari Stadema, pick and roll. You good, Duncan? Here you go, buddy. Like, it's a real simple thing. Yeah. No, like, I'm with you there. do what they're good at. Man. I want to People ask you always something. Always talk about what Ben can do. Like, okay, we know he can Focus on shoot, what he, he can't do. A whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, that's it. And that's where that's where I think Doc was wrong. At like, you know why you can't win with Ben Simmons as your starting point guard? Because he shouldn't be a starting point guard, Doc. <laughs> Duh. He's six ten and can't shoot. That's <laughs> what you do, uh, you know what I mean? Like Maxie should have been the point guard. You can run plays through the post through Ben because he has the passing ability, but he shouldn't be your point guard at the top of the key. You know why? Because when you're at the top of the key, people can back up, clog the lane on someone who can't shoot. We're just, hey, call, you know I'm what? We're gonna, gonna dub Doc. him. I have a real, I have a real. Me and Doc have a hate hate relationship.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, we're going to dub Ben Simmons the inside man for this year. He's not going to be the sixth man of the year because he's not going to play enough. He's going to be the inside man of the year. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I, I see it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I've been thinking about this lately. So Zion, his foot, supposedly getting better. Everybody knows he's stalling to go to the Knicks, blah, 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 whatever. Let me ask you this, though. Is there a chance that this doesn't work out and zion's got his shoe deal and zion and ja are odin durant 2.0
1: i'm starting to believe that honestly right this is my personal opinion because when i've seen him he's way overweight if he doesn't get the weight right he's never gonna get the foot right because he's way too explosive to keep jumping down on that foot at an exponential amount of weight he's made a lot of money so he can be okay not and he's going to get the second contract regardless. He yeah. might not get maxed out, but somebody's going to give him a max out is thirty. Somebody's going to give him eighteen million a year for at least three to four years, just because he's Zion. You're going to get I that in jersey his, sales. Yeah, I, I saw I saw Chandler Parsons get twenty five million a year for three years and never. He might have played sixteen games for the Grizzlies for those three years and saw all seventy five million dollars of that. And his potential is nowhere near Zion's. Well, so the second contract is pretty much in the bag. I mean, look Regardless, at you know Fultz I mean? just came back. Huh? Like he, Fultz just came back out of
0: nowhere for the Magic, and it's like, don't worry. Yeah, but he, I mean, I yeah. know that's a different story, but I'm just saying. Like, listen, yeah. if you're a young dude that got drafted high, they are going to invest in you.
1: Exactly, man. You're gonna get. You're gonna get a chance, and when you were you've shown the potential that Zion has, like, okay, you're gonna get a second chance. That third chance, though, and that second one might not be the full five. You might get three. No third chance, though, if you don't come with something. So, I'm going to say, man, get your money, do your thing. But I, I want to see him play because he's a very, you know, I'm a sports fan. I want to see the best.
0: He's a dynamic know, dude.
1: Man, I'm I'm, I'm starting to get skeptic, man, because you can't come back. Do you, like, even if you are stalling, that's even more than having a foot issue because that's like, okay, bro, you're stalling on a team that actually could be good. With CJ and B.I., like, you can make the playoffs. You might not be able to win it all, but like, you have that's three of y'all dynamic players, bro. Like, y'all, are, that's a decent team to put on the floor. With uh, their starting center, who's a defensive guy, like, if you're as good as you think you are, why can't y'all win games in the West?
0: Probably because he doesn't trust it. Yeah, and he's he overweight it. and, you know, all that stuff, like you said. Yeah,
1: that, that's what it is, man. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a full, I don't want to be here thing. I think he's really overweight and out of shape and. Hurt and it's sad, man. I hope you don't blow like Oda.
0: It's tough to watch if that's what happens, but it's a very, very real possibility. Definitely is, man. So, there's not much to talk about with Major League Baseball. It's currently on hiatus, lockdown, whatever. (laughs) They're so far apart, there's not even much to talk about there.
1: Yeah, man, I don't understand how you're so far apart. But people are saying it's the owners, man. They're being greedy. That's what. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. In baseball, I'm it's
0: being... always the owners. It's always the owners in baseball. <laughs>
1: Well, it's because the stuff that baseball players are asking for have been against the baseball rule for 30 years. So, I mean, 100 years, however long baseball has been going on. Yeah. And now y'all want to shorten how much free play we get out of y'all? Uh, it's going to be hard for them to give into that, bro. Yeah. Like, we've been getting six years of service for as long as we had baseball. Now you want to, what, short it to three years of service? And then I got to pay Judge. Forty million dollars. Just imagine if someone three years ago had to pay Judge forty million dollars a year, and look at him now. He's not really worth forty million dollars a year. Like I'm just sorry to say, like Judge is big in name, but he doesn't. He's a one-trick pony, and if that trick ain't ain't hitting, ain't working. That's it. You know, if he's not hitting four hundred foot bombs,
0: he's, uh, (laughs) you know. He, I will say his his he's like def- a
1: two ninety hitter like yeah his defense okay. has he's been average, he's average better. defensively he's, yeah, he's improved so Stanton, immensely. Stanton makes forty million dollars and he stinks in the field. They got to play him at D eight and when he's hitting two sixty. When he's hitting 260 for two months, you're like, yo, 40 million for this. Nah. Yeah, well, not only that, when he's hitting 260,
0: and then if Aaron Judge isn't going, it's like your number three and four hitters hitters are gone. It's like, oh, there's a giant hole in your lineup. (laughs) Yeah, man. So whatever. I
1: get it. I get wanting to stay with what you got, but at the end of the day, the world's changing, man. And people want their money. And it could be that. Judge might be taking his foot off the gas because you know, I can't get money for six years. Like, there's the give and take of it. Like, yeah. if your players know, bro, I'm getting paid a hundred thousand and I'm better than these dudes getting paid five, four and five million, like, uh, I'm okay, bro. I'm gonna go ahead and half ass it. <laughs> well, not only <laughs> that,
0: it's like, how, how often do you think judges at the facility grinding, like, you know, like a Brett Gardner would be? No, he's out shooting commercials because he ain't getting paid, dude. He is not concentrating on baseball. $11
1: million a year, you're thinking about cutting him. He can't even get in the game making $11 million. Like crazy. It's crazy.
0: Oh, man. Well, I do like making money like Aaron Judge. So, I'm going to... Listen, I'm putting my dick out on the table on this one, putting my nuts on the chopping block here. I think Tom Hovland is going to take the arnold palmer invitational at bay hill in florida he's at 18 to 1 he's like the third or fourth favorite golfer to you know in the tournament uh i'm stacking stacking some cash on him i think this is the this is the pull he's gonna get his first pga win he's been on fire it's a short like irons are huge at bay hill he's been the most consistent golfer in in the last month It's his time to shine. It's been the young guy's year so far. A couple of first-time winners already. I think it's going to be it. So if you want to throw some money down, you can blame me for it. Or thank me, (laughs) because that's what's going to happen. I was pretty confident about Morikawa at Riviera a couple weeks ago. And outside of the guy who won, who broke the 36-hole course record, he was two strokes behind him. Going, you know, so he finished second. I'm more confident about this one than I am about that one. Just saying. That's a lot of... That's a big matzo ball out there, but, you know, do work, right? Yes. That's what I'm saying. So, what I'm going to be putting a little bit, you know, some cheddar on, but a little bit less, is UFC 272 is coming up this weekend. And it's been a while since I've really been into a UFC event, but... This one's got some good ones. So it's got uh, mini mini bear wrestler Nurmagomedov, dude. His odds are minus six fifty to win, and the the over under on a three round fight is over two and a half is like (laughs) minus like one fifty or something like that. They're like this guy's just gonna lay on top of him, wrestle him, crush him, not do much, but it's gonna go the whole distance. So. That one I wouldn't recommend betting because if for whatever reason the guy loses or gets disqualified, like, you just lost out on a bunch of money for no reason. I always hate putting up way too much money to win a little bit. I'm never cool with those. Unless you throw them in a parlay, but usually that's the one that jacks me up anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: is, uh, so there's another fight. Your boy uh, Greg Hardy is plus 180. He's fighting
1: again?
0: Going I up against... He done after
1: he get his ass kicked last time. I guess he's back for more.
0: And plus 180 <laughs> is not bad, but he's also going up against somebody I haven't heard of before, Sergey Spivak. So He's going to lose. Bet against, bet against Hardy, baby. Good, I hate him. He's a dick. He's like the ultimate douche. There's a lot of <laughs> ultimate dick weasels on <laughs> today's episode, but he's one of them. He's kind of a piece of shit. Great football player, though. Uh, And then Alex Oliveria is is coming back. But he is like a heavy underdog against Kevin Holland, who is kind of tearing through the division right now. So that one's going to be interesting. Kevin Holland's favored minus 330 in this. So I'm still going Oliveria because that dude can just, he can back kick your noggin off your neck. Like no, no issues. It's, He's a scary, dangerous man, so I might, I might take the, uh, you know, take a money line and, and see if we can make a little, get a little action on that. <laughs> Edson Barboza is also fighting in like the co-main event, and I don't know. He seems to get knocked out a lot, but he's like a a slight underdog in this fight. It should be a pretty good fight. I doubt it'll go to the distance against uh, Bryce Mitchell, who's favored. <laughs>
1: 163, but I don't know, the did you event, put all your money did on Did you though. see
0: the main event?
1: <laughs> I don't know who he's fighting, but I know is fighting, so put your money on him He's put fighting Colby is. Covington actually Forget Colby Covington, bro He's he. They used to be friends too He's gonna kick Colby Covington's ass I don't know, so, Colby
0: yeah. is one of those kind of you know, he took a page out of Connor's book and is like, what's some offensive shit I can say and just kind of rolls with it Maybe that's him like I don't know, but it seems like he took a page out of Connor's book. Um,
1: but yeah, he saw, saw what happened to He saw what happened. What Masvidal does to people who disrespect him, he tries to kill them. Yeah. So listen, it's, it's gonna, gonna be interesting. Right oh, I'm
0: definitely gonna watch it because you know is entertaining watch you too. shit.
1: Because I watch him, I love watching him murder people. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah.
0: Covington is a heavy favorite minus three eighteen. But I'm gonna throw some some money on the Florida Madman. I don't give a shit.
1: Covington is the favorite versus Masvidal? How by, long a has lot, Masvidal by a been
0: lot. By a lot. Like Masvidal's like plus two seventy.
1: I mean, how long has it been off since his last fight? It's been a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's that's been... why. He, that's why. I'm just wondering why he's the underdog. But And he got knocked out or
0: tapped or something. I think he got knocked out. He got beat up last time because I who? lost a bunch of money on
1: Masvidal. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You lying who sack of shit. Who the hell did lose to?
0: I'm going to tell you because now you're going to make me look it up. So you better entertain me while I'm looking this up. I'm going to beat you to it. Who's your favorite UFC fighter right now? Do you have one? You said what? Who's your favorite UFC fighter right now? Do you have one?
1: My my favorite UFC fighter is, oh, cause that's because he fought Usman. That's Usman. Her. Yeah, that's right. Usman beat him up. <laughs> Dug, See, I told the, you. The boxer and, I mean, that's the best fighter in the world.
0: Yeah, but he Usman kind of worked him pretty good.
1: He's the best fighter in the world, Brendan. Okay, to, so uh, that's your—that's who you think the best Adesanya. is. No, no, no. My favorite is Adesanya. Though. Yeah, Adesanya is my favorite um, UFC fighter. Style better's the man. Usman, Usman. I think Usman be Adesanya too. Eh, Adesanya's
0: so. only lost to Blackowitz when he did the uh, when he went up. To try and get the next belt. I think that's his only loss. If all of your clicks confirm. Let's see. What you got? Um uh, Stylebender. He only lost his only loss is the Blackowitz when he went up in weight class to try and get two belts. And then he went back down and just beat the brakes off somebody not too long ago.
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. So that's who he lost to with.
0: Yeah, and that was a good and fight. That said. went to decision. It went back and forth. Yeah, it
1: went to decision.
0: That was one of those uh, Fight Island fights in Dubai.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shine is my favorite, but Usman's a beast. Yeah, Usman is off. Not a dog, but outside of his weight class, fighting Usman too. Usman is like used to fight against uh, what's your boy Bones Jones and shit. Yeah, Usman's a bad dude. He doesn't care and who if you Roland are. Jones wasn't always wasn't a damn crackhead. He would be my favorite because he doesn't take like performance enhancing drugs. They catch him like smoking crack, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> like, I, people using performance enhancing drugs, you like, okay, I get it. You perform. My man gets caught like after the. That's because you know why. He's like partying right after he kicks people's ass. He probably goes back to the locker room, has him a little. Sword, oh, and it's already him.
0: ready to go, hundred <laughs> yeah. you
1: know percent. Then they. He's like, "Where's like, the?" Damn,
0: he's, he's like, "Where's the Usada <laughs> cup? Let me piss right now. <laughs> take that shit away. Line it up off the sink. Like as I'm washing my hands."
1: <laughs> he's trying to. He never tells him to wait for the Usada cup. He always fucking pisses before it, dumbass. I mean, right after, dumbass. You got to piss before you take and take the line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> shit bro. oh right? man all right well i'll be watching that saturday so you apparently have uh, have been delving into the televisor
1: lately huh what you what you watching oh, oh a lot of shit man netflix got all the good shit line orders back all americans back oh it's, it's tv what's all back. americans full What's All-American? It's a, some, Spring. Yeah, I was spring like, hey, All-American all is on CW. you never seen it? It's the story. Yeah, we've talked about this. It's the story about the Oregon football player, uh, Pasinger.
0: I don't know who that is.
1: He made it to the NFL. He played linebacker, but it's his story. He's from L.A. Um, Compton, so it's, it's called All-American. Uh, all he right. ended up going to Oregon. I think that might be why we didn't talk about it. I know how Oregon... <laughs> know, we yeah, we but, we usually yeah.
0: duck the ducks around
1: here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get it. I remember those things. See, yeah, Dow Pal, that's why oh, we got you best. right here, down <laughs> you know I mean? So yeah, but he was a duck, but yeah. So
0: all right, well, guess what happened? So we went on a little family trip this weekend, and it was like my wife was helping with the three-year-old getting him in a bath or whatever in the hotel. And hotels have limited channels, but I'm like, I am buying nothing. We'll just put on something in the background. And so my 8-year-old, I'm scrolling through the channel guide, and my 8-year-old's like, ooh, the History Channel. And I go, ooh, Cartoon Network, and click it. <laughs> so that's, that's the dichotomy of our relationship, is he's already way more mature than I am.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the most interesting thing I've watched recently is... Uh, Inventing Anna. That's a fucking interesting documentary. All right, so you're into it. You're into it. That's definitely interesting documentary, bro.
0: Is it better than the Tinder Swindler? Because you were pretty high on that one.
1: I don't think it's better than the Tinder Swindler, but the fact that it's all based on a true story makes it more interesting. A really good, yeah. All right. And more interesting. And a really good, like you know, said, a good watch.
0: So inventing Anna is more interesting. Tinder Swindler is more just like laugh at these idiots for getting taken
1: yeah and you know he's out free he didn't go to jail so he's out free now doing like uh see but i'm okay with that i'm not okay with the puppet master
0: guy who i don't care how stupid these people are like locking people in rooms and not feeding them you can't do that like that is i'm not okay with that like that's why that my skin crawls talking about that guy but if you're just (laughs) taking idiots for money like listen i'm like related to or have friends that have been taken by shit like this and i'm like
1: that's your fault. And so, so <laughs> now that the people that he did shit to couldn't do nothing except for the girl who like sold his clothes and shit. Um, the uh, the people whose name he was using, I guess they're a famous family. So now they're trying to sue him <laughs> for using his name. My man does club appearances; get paid like a hundred thousand now. Like he's fucking famous because y'all made him famous. Well, Sandra Rhymes, shout out to you because you have like twenty two shows on Netflix right now, Sandra Rhymes, and you have Thursday nights on ABC. Salute you! I salute you, young lady. I salute you. Way to oh, go! Guys. Yeah, she's all over the place, but um, but yeah, and I don't even know if she truly did this one, but I'm just gonna give her credit because she done all the other shit I've been watching. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'm watching fucking Love Is Blind. Oh man, Love Is Blind, wild show, bro.
0: Is it a new wild cast? Show. Yes, that's Let's what see. it looks like. Cause I haven't I, I was gonna let you kind of sell me on it a little bit and maybe start watching it with the uh the old lady pretty quick definitely
1: watch it with the old lady because it's, it, it's just it'll just be better that way yeah because it's kind of like lovey and soft so watching it with the old lady makes it a little bit better but I'm gonna tell you bro wow just like these people like like sometimes i be wondering to myself like do they really do they stop like after they sign up for it and understand it's a show do you stop understanding that it's a show? Or, like, do you just, like, let that part of it go? Like, I signed up and we're here, so we said we are going to be together, so I'm not going to remember that this is a show or that we just met a week ago.
0: They're just all in. They're just like, yep.
1: Some people just be, like, all, like, all, like, in. And I'm like, bro, how are you all in like that? you know this person for a week yes you got to be all in because you agreed to marry them but like you gotta like if something goes wrong you gotta understand okay i've known this person for a week let's not get myself totally caught up in something that i can end after a week yeah you know what i mean like so like bro that's the sign i needed. i'm gonna go ahead and end this now not be go from engaged to married and then be like oh that sign i saw two weeks ago i want to end it because it that shit, you saw it two weeks ago, bro. You should have ended it then. Now you're married. It's going to cost you money. It's gonna like. All right, let me
0: ask you this. Let me ask you this. You're a contestant on Love is Blind. All right, we're suspending disbelief for right now. You're a contestant on Love is Blind. You get hooked up with a random person. And you're like, dude, this is like, okay. You're like a little trepidatious, but you're like, listen, I put myself out here. I'm willing to give this love a chance because of whatever system they have. You know, like, I'm, I'm ready for it. Why, why not? Because I know that I can get out of it in two weeks. It'll be a blemish on my, you know, emotional dating record to have a, a divorce or an annulment or something like that. But, eh, I can always get out of it. Then you end up, like, really digging this person. You're all in. You're like, okay, I think, like, holy shit, this is going to work. Like, over the course of a, a you know couple of weeks into a month, whatever. And then it's like, you know, you're taking your time because this is a forever thing in your head. Then you go to get down and dirty, comfortable with everything, because you're already married, so there's no reason to rush it right away. Make sure it's comfy. And Most then... We'll do, but go ahead. <laughs> you realize, like, there's the one thing this chick's got a little tail. Just like a little nubby tail right above, like, where, where the tramp stamp would be. Just like... Just like a little... It's like a little tail. Like, I don't know that she could wag it or anything necessarily. Like, maybe just with her hips. It could be a fun little role-playing game. Oh, my gosh. You could finally fuck a dinosaur? Like, role-play? That would be great. No,
1: no,
0: no. no. You could give it back to no. the prehistoric world? No. That would be a game... Like, it. okay, it just looks like a protruding vertebrae. You know, like, when, when somebody gets... Like nuclear something spilled on them and then they transform and it's like, oh, their body gets so much bigger and then it's like their vertebrae pop out. Like what if it was just one of those, like the last one right above the ass crack? But it just stuck out a couple those, inches.
1: I don't know, man. That's weird. That would be weird, and I've only known you for a month. So you I could, like, hang on to it, wiggle it a little weird. bit. She'd <laughs> so be like I, like, I don't know you deep enough to accept such like, weirdo shit <laughs> like that. While like, you're so all deep inside,
0: it's like, ooh, pull my tail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, man. Yo, that could no, be a man. whole new world for you, Mike. You would... You would... You would cut off love instead of or would you ask this woman to cut off the tail are you that kind of a dick mm, oh no i might you would ask her to consider it yeah be like hey what you
1: I, if i like her now, and would
0: be like but you would do it in mike fashion like hey you know that would make that sweater look good <laughs> if it didn't stick out of your ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you it didn't look like you had it like you actually like
0: <laughs> oh and then you know how like you know put your sunglasses on backwards it looked like she's walking backwards with a boner <laughs> oh. Oh, oh the I possibilities mike to, say that to someone that i actually like yo. oh Let the boners talk. you could show that's a dr seuss book that never gets published
1: <laughs> oh
0: I, you know what I actually watch I started watching I know this is like the widest area for you is you know cinematography all this kind of stuff so I started watching a Wes Anderson film uh, called the French Dispatch on HBO Max I guess it came out last year it's pretty good uh, usually I don't know Wes Anderson films are weird they're like he was uh, on the, the French dispatch the French dispatch it's on HBO Max. Um, he's the dude that did Grand Budapest Hotel, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, Life Aquatic, like, all that. He does a lot of ensemble cast stuff. The sets always look like they're made out of, like, cardboard and just painted to be whatever it's supposed to be, so I'm sure they save a ton on, you know, location shots or whatever. Um, and it's always kind of, like, the way it's filmed... Wes Anderson stuff if I kind of recall correctly cuz I'm not really a buff on him but it's like there's a main character in whatever the scene is and usually the scene is shot like at a zoomed out thing to where there's a lot of of landscape or or whatever the the shot is like it's it's a wide shot usually and there'll be one there'll be characters acting out a scene or one character that's a main character they act out a scene with minimal dialogue, and then the main character will also be narrating what's going on over the action of the film. So it's kind of like duplicative work for the actors, but if they're into it, like, it's very artsy-fartsy.
1: Um, hey, as long as they check, cash, I'm sure they're into it. But yeah, but I mean, it's
0: like Owen Wilson, Bill Murray. Like, all, like these people are in a lot of them over and over and over. Um, I don't know, it's, it's pretty interesting. I'm kind of... It's definitely going to get me watching the rest of it. So, kind of intrigued on that. Um, did you ever watch the PJs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. Did you like it? It was okay. I thought it was okay <laughs> too. I do remember at the time that was that was pretty uh, highbrow stuff for whatever an eleven-year-old. Or whatever that came out. I was like, oh, yeah. The PJs. The PJs. Wasn't he a plumber? PJs
1: was, huh?
0: Wasn't the dad a plumber? Something, I believe.
1: So yeah. I, He's just, I always remember him
0: having a pipe in his hand. <laughs> Not that kind of pipe. But maybe that was kind of the reference. Like, we don't just have those kind of pipes in the PJs.
1: <laughs> we do work. <laughs> Motherfuckers. We got all types of pipes in the PJ's, baby. Oh man! Fix shit around here. Oh, there's something <laughs>
0: exciting coming up on HBO Max. What's <clears> that, The uh, it's a Showtime about the Lakers, and John C. Riley plays Jerry Buss in this series. So it's kind of like the behind the scenes of the Showtime Lakers. I'm oh, really? all in. About Showtime Lakers number one. And John C. Riley is a gangster, so I love him too.
1: I'll give that a watch. Showtime Lakers were inspiring.
0: Do you know who John C. Riley is? No. Fuck him. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you would probably best know him as Will Ferrell's stepbrother. Uh, he's also oh. Talladega Knights. One of my favorite roles was uh, he was in Gangs of New York. Um, very underrated. That is kind of funny. Yeah, so I'm very excited for him. I love John C. Riley and Showtime Lakers. So uh, that's coming up actually this Friday, March 6th. March 6th, I think. Or maybe that's Sunday. I don't know. Friday the 4th. Yeah, so Sunday. It's a Sunday show. There Mm -hmm. you go. Showtime Sundays. That's good, HBO. You're doing that again.
1: Showtime at the fucking Apollo. Because there ain't no football season on. Where's the Apollo?
0: Is Apollo in Chicago or New York? New York, sir. That's what I said to myself and my wife. I think it was my wife. Somebody was like, it's in Chicago. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Now I gotta rethink my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man nah bro you good you ever think i'll get booed off the apollo
1: yeah you probably would but it's okay i know some people that have been booed off the apollo before so
0: man where's the faith you don't think i could turn them
1: no It's like i don't know maybe man i know some people that really have been booed off at this apollo though yeah but if you can if you can come
0: back that's the redemption. That's the redemption. I don't know. You may have to make me put it on my goals. Not get booted the Apollo. The easiest way to do that is to avoid it. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the way I approach issues. I don't know. Head on. Like the Batman movie. I'm going to go see the Batman movie with Twilight. I'm excited about it. Not the Twilight guy. Robert Pattinson is Batman because it looks, I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to... Like, I'm already that's preparing myself. Batman? Yeah.
1: Oh, I would never watch. I would never but watch I'm already Batman. preparing oh, myself. Batman's my favorite. I love Batman. Yeah, but I hate that guy. Why, is he a he's dick? He's too pale for me, man. He yeah. scares me.
0: No, I don't, <laughs> I don't like him either. <laughs> but you know what? I love Batman. And I don't know if it's this stupid little thing in the back of my head. Like, he's the only superhero that's a regular guy. You could be. Bad Superman's
1: there. a regular guy, dude.
0: No, he has powers.
1: No, he literally—he was born a on a different planet. There's too girl.
0: many other factors. Like Bruce Wayne is just a rich dude that got ripped and isn't afraid of getting fucked up. Like, there's a slight delusion that Superman I could be literally
1: man. has to put on a cape and suit because his real life is a regular guy.
0: Yeah. Well, he's—he's he's a pretend regular guy. That's his—that's his cover, because he is supernatural. All right, Batman has a butler and gadgets,
1: and just you know is tougher gadgets.
0: than a coffin nail. That's that's all I'm looking for.
1: He's also written I into bullshit because he would probably be dead. Someone would have shot his fucking ass in the head a long time ago. So give me your best Batman <laughs> voice. Um, no. Try it. Say it. <laughs> I haven't have have watched uh, Batman in probably like 32 years, bro. <laughs> i don't know what batman sounds like come on well that's even better batman. <laughs> so
0: what's your favorite batman you don't like batman you don't have a favorite batman you don't like batman the most universal superhero
1: no i like robin no homo oh
0: man <laughs> you just like those trapeze those tight pants I get you. I get your style, bro. I got you. Uh, I am excited about it, though, even with, uh, you know. Is
1: Robin in the movie?
0: Powderface. I don't know who's in it. I kind of tried to stay away from it as much you know, as I he's could. He's supposed to be back sexual now, so. Oh, Yeah. Well, he kind of wasn't Batman forever, so sorry, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, that's what
1: they said, man. They they came out and said he to be bisexual. Like, yeah, they're everybody's
0: like, trying to slap labels on things that are like culturally <laughs> curious man because they're like, ooh, let's own this. It's fucking stupid.
1: It's just a way to get more fans, man. Because no one ever questions. All what they're the doing with Robin's sexuality come into play. All they did was run around and like get people in the city. We would never even be in this personal life, bro. Like,
0: what? yeah. He's just like, hey, Batman, over there. What can I get? you? Batman's gopher. That's all it is. But I will say, the Adam West <laughs> Batman show was... I loved that one back in the day. But I will say, you know, like your, your whole comment about Robin being bisexual, it's like the mainstream media just is slapping bumper stickers on all of these, like, iconic pop culture characters. Like, oh, that one doesn't have a label yet? Which... What labels can we put on it to make people feel good? And they're just slapping bumper stickers on these characters. It's silly. Like, just make new ones. Are you that uncreative? I don't know. (laughs) Why don't you pull the communities and see who's artistic there and see how they want to be represented? I don't fucking know. Anyway, I will say the Batman I am looking forward to. to, I I know people will wise up eventually. Hopefully, if they don't just keep getting sucked into their
1: phones.
0: (laughs) I do, I do, but I I also very much wish that this Batman movie is going to be very good. I know it's almost three hours, but it's also supposed to be darker and more graphic than the Christopher Nolan. Movies, like the Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Rise of Gru, whatever. Which, by the way, Dark Knight is my favorite Batman movie. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It is just so incredibly fantastic, top to bottom. So I'm interested that they say it's darker than that. I'm like, all right, what do you got, Batman?
1: You said three hours, I'm already out. Count me out. Three hours, can't sit nowhere for three hours.
0: You know what else? Dark Knight, by the way, one of my favorite movies of all time.
1: Again... Fell asleep in the theater.
0: One of my yeah, favorite I've, movies. And
1: you know, I've never seen it. You know why? Because I don't believe in dark nights. Only light time, baby. Oh,
0: buddy. Time. Okay. <laughs> that. Whenever we connect, we're watching Dumb and Dumber, and Dark Knight. The I've opening seen seen scene Dumber. to I've Dark Knight. The seen first seen. seven minutes is just, mwah, ah. It's
1: so good. So good. I'll remember that, but Dumb and Dumb is a funny movie, I've seen that, all right. Dark Knight, I haven't, none. I haven't seen none of that shit, Listen, I haven't watched, like, cartoon movie, you know why, because I stopped watching cartoons at like 8, bro, it's
0: not a cartoon <laughs> movie, I'm going to flip you on your head when you see The Dark Knight, it's fantastic, mm-hmm. just like our playlist this week, this week's playlist, we're coming at you with Drake and Johnny Cash, the man in black, and the man with all the rhymes and rhythm, so,
1: here comes the man in black,
0: not that guy.
1: That guy's yeah, in this
0: body transformation, whatever the fuck he's doing. Willard. Who? Willard Smith. How's Bel Air, by the I'm way?
1: How's Bel Air? I've only seen, like, the first two episodes. He's okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, he had this whole thing on YouTube. Like, he got in the, in the role of King Richard and then was, you know, like, kind of kept it during the pandemic and then was all, like, I'm going to make a depressed video about how it's going to be really hard for me to get in shape because I'm old. And there's, like, mental breakdown while he's doing his book and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's just another promotional thing of Will Smith, but I get it. He's, the way he is, because he's been iconic for so long, you know, he's got some, you know, intricacies that are pretty odd, but, you know, whatever. He's put out some great content for so long, you know. He gets to be eccentric because he's not a fucking asshole like Kanye.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's also because he, he ain't never been normal, man. Like, he's been unnormal since he was, what, about 16, 17? That's what I'm saying. So, you know, he
0: was going through this whole transformation thing. And basically, he just stole what I did in 20, you know, 21, and was like, oh, I'm going to do that in 2022. It's like, come on, dude. Come up with your own ideas, Will. That being said, I, I jacked the uh, 4x4x48 challenge, which is coming up this weekend, Mike. We we discussed a modified version of for you of 4x8x48, where you do four miles every eight hours for two days. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it's more of my alley, baby. Are you going to give it a go?
1: I uh, might. I'm not 100% sold yet, but I'm going to try. depends on my schedule. like. Man, I also do working and a whole bunch of other shit. So,
0: Well, it's so a Friday, Friday Saturday, Sunday. Starts on Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday. And listen, here's the thing. is The way that I usually operate is I measure myself against the test, not against other people. Because if I measure myself against other people, that's only as good as I'm ever going to do. If I measure myself against a test, then I can only do as good as I can do. And if I give myself, you know, if I put forth my best effort, then I know that I did as well as I could and I can be content with that. But that being said, I like, I got baseball practice and game, like first game, T ball game of the year. Like, I'm going to have to adjust my schedule. So it's going to be like, you know, sometimes I'm going to go like an hour early and sometimes I'm going to go an hour late. But as long as it all evens out, like on Friday, I'm going to have the opportunity to go a little bit early instead of the 8 p.m. start time on the West Coast. So I'll probably do like, uh, you know, a one o'clock run, a five o'clock run, and then I'm going out Friday to see the Batman. And then when I get home at like 1230 midnight, whatever, then I'll go do that one. So then I'll have three in the bag, and then I can do like a, you know, a 7 a.m., go to baseball practice, come back 11. So as long as I have my, you know, my six runs or whatever it is, my
1: see can, can you accomplish the challenge, sir?
0: Yeah, I'm going to. <clears throat> because why not? <laughs> Strong. Strong like bull, right? Strong like bull. Oh, just do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Right? That's the motto. (laughs) That's the motto, my guy. That and love each other. So be sure this week to show us some love. If you listened to this episode or any of the other ones before, if you've made it this far, word of mouth, share it, rate, review, give us something. Do something if you already have done one of those things. Thank you very much. Don't
1: cause nothing to show love, man. So do that. Get your hearts out. All that. Show us some love this week you know we'll show it back always
0: man always because guess what we're not trying to charge you guys for anything for this content you know and nothing against people charging for content that's all good that's just not something that we wanted to build this platform on is we wanted to build it as what we do and just deliver so we're going to keep trying to deliver you do your part and help trying to spread the word and in the meantime be sure to love each other there's a reason why February is Black History Month and uh, March has St. Patty's Day in there because Black Irish, this is when we thrive, baby. It's when we hit our stride. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at Black Irish Pod, mm-hmm. at Black Irish 213 for Mike, at Brendalis7 for me. Uh, hook us up on YouTube or wherever you podcast. We're going to be here every week, rain or shine, laugh or crying. Peace.